Hello, and welcome to the Call to Both podcast. Your host is Joy Michelle, and you're in the right place if you're ready to grow your business while also being the intentional and present mom you want to be. This show will leave you feeling inspired, equipped with tangible tips, and encouraged to go after your own version of being called to both. Let's dive in. Okay, friends, this episode is going to be a little bit different than our typical episode here on the podcast because my husband is interviewing me with your questions and some of his own questions in celebration of one year of making episodes here on the Call to Both podcast. So I'm pretty excited. Welcome, Felipe, to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. This is so weird to be on this side of the uh, recording. I think this is our first official like internet debut of any piece of like formal content together, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I've been asking you for years to be on it. So I'm glad that you finally caved in. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, you are happily, a happily behind the scenes kind of guy. So to give, to give listeners just a little bit of context, share like what your involvement in my business has been. And then you can just jump into your questions and we'll go from there. Oh, fun. Okay. So back from the beginning, right? From the beginning. Yeah, like what? How involved are you in Joy Michelle Co? I would say I was your least skillful second shooter ever. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, I remember just grabbing a camera and you being like, "Here's how to work manual." This yes. is, I mean, I had a basic understanding because I took some camera classes in high school, but I, but I did that with you a couple weddings. I was your assistant at times too. Um, yes. back before you had a consistent assistant back uh, when you were shooting weddings still. I was always kind of the money guy, I guess. I would yes. always keep track of your accounts and uh, do spreadsheets. Uh, spreadsheets are my love language. So I mm-hmm. always took care of that and making sure that there was enough money to pay ourselves, enough money for taxes and all that. So you always call me your CFO. That has always been like a stable part of how I'm involved. I think it's it's come and gone. Like at times I'm really involved. We used to do like Wednesday mornings for a couple hours together for like a year. Uh, And we would Mm -hmm. do some like business planning and goal setting. And then, you know, as life got busier, if I got busier in my work, I just took my seat back as only the finance person uh, and then took a step back. And lately, I've just been watching the kids so you can work. (laughs) That's the biggest part. Well, you, I think it was a couple years ago, you implemented profit first in the business and you upkeep all of that, keep the books, deal with taxes. Just this weekend, you were dealing with taxes. Mm -hmm. And I remember early on in the business, at one point, you were asking me some sort of financial question. And I, I was like, I don't know. There's just like a chunk of money sitting in this bank account. And (laughs) you were like, okay, well, what's the plan? And I was like, make more? I don't know. And you're like, okay, let me, I'm going to get in here and do something because I don't think you could just like watch idly as like, I just had no idea what I was doing. Um, So I appreciate that. Okay. I'm going to let you jump in and do your thing so that I don't default start to interview you. But I do have some questions for you at the end. I'm trying not to like take this over. You do your thing. I mean, that would fall flat because I'm not a mom and I'm not a a business owner. So (laughs) the interview would end really quickly. Listen, I am a great interviewer. So I would find something good to talk about. (laughs) So good. You can make a mom out of anyone. All right. So we had some questions put in and then uh, I have a couple questions of my own. So I'll sprinkle them in between each other. 
So the first question we got was, how have I supported you best in your business? There are so many things I could say here because my the business has been running for almost 10 years now. And you've been there since day one because when we got married, I didn't have a business. I would say there's two aspects that come to mind. One of them is like a more emotional thing. And one of them is like a hands-on kind of thing. The the more emotional side is that I feel like you've held space for these dreams before you had proof of these dreams. And that is really huge for a creative and for an entrepreneur. And you did have questions, of course, and I'm sure concerns along the way. But as I've grown this business, as anybody listening knows, it's kind of just starts with an idea. It starts with a crazy idea. And you were definitely there for like the, the, part where it's not your dream. It's just someone else's and you have to sit there and and hope that like you can support them along the way. So I think just holding space for the dreams that I have and like the ideas that I have is, is probably like first and foremost. And then I think you have been, I mean, you shared about the financial like support of saying like, I'm going to do the books and I'm going to be the CFO in the business. Um, that's huge. I think also just looking at our lives and and saying, okay, like where can I support you in our schedule instead of just saying like, yeah, go do it, Joy, go do it, has been an actual like tangible way that you say, okay, well, I can take the kids. I'm going to go for a run, put the kids in the double stroller. You can get an extra hour. And that's where like I think the rubber meets the road quite literally, <laughs> but the rubber meets the road. And then I I feel that support on that end as well. Yeah, I think it's it's always weird to to see the different like even month to month how I feel like I can support you differently. Like one month it's you're putting uh, furniture together, yeah. and then the next month it might just be taking the kids out because honestly you just need time, and there's nothing that I can do. It's just you need more time to do your thing. Um, so cool. The second part of that question, I think it was a two part question, is what advice do you have for other spouses? on a similar journey. So I guess the spouses of your listeners that are on the same journey. Mm. Oh, first, I'm so sorry that you're married to a creative. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. It is not easy. I think the biggest thing is to hold space for a creative to be creative and not need them to come up with every proof and answer and dollar sign right away. Try to not have to be like the heavy in the situation um to be to be very supportive i think is to not try to like poke holes in what's happening because i think the creative in your life is already battling that inner critic they're already thinking like someone's already done this i'm not exactly sure i can so if they're sharing a dream with you try not to uh think too hard about it and let your own fears come across in the exchange. I think that's like a huge one in, in supporting a creative. Yeah. I was going to say when you said be the heavy, I was like, cause they're already their own heavy yes. <laughs> in, in what they're doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So this is a question of mine that I put in there. So what has been your top moment as a mom and a top moment as a business owner? Ooh, this is good. I think a top moment while it may seem just small and every day is specifically when I see my kids interacting and like loving each other. That is just a crazy thing to be like, those are the people that I created and now they love each other separate from me 
And that's like full circle. Amazing. And then you said a top moment as a creative. Yeah. Creative and a business owner. Oh my gosh. I have a couple, there's one, and I know you're going to remember this. I think it was my first Christmas after launching the Photoboss Facebook group. And I was creating YouTube videos and I was doing this thing and I believed in Photoboss and it was small. And I think it was like this first glimmer that someone else had caught the dream and had seen the vision of what this community could be because one of the community members sent me an engraved wine bottle that Christmas. And it mm. says, thank you for all that you do for Photoboss. And seeing it, and I have it, I, I refuse to drink this bottle of wine. Like it, I, it could be snowed in and it could be the last bottle of alcohol at my house and I will not consume this bottle because it just means a lot to me. And I think as creatives and when you work for yourself, when you're in business for yourself, there are not a lot of like accolades or like physical plaques of any kind that you get to hold and see that kind of showcase what you're doing, especially if you have an online community where it's, it's not something you can touch really. It's a concept, it's real people, but it can be hard to, to see what you're doing physically. Mm -hmm. And so holding that made it feel real and just seeing Photoboss written by someone else engraved on this bottle, I don't know, it was like a full circle moment and I still have it. It's still one of my most prized possessions. Yeah, I feel like I remember you saying that it was it was real because when things are online and on your computer, there's this moment where especially early on, you were like, is this is this even a thing? Like, am I just making, it felt like, am I just making it all up? Is it just a bunch yeah. of like, you know, files on the internet? And then to see other people use the word, respond to it, and then also uh, show that appreciation to you was huge. It is. It is. I think there that's exactly true. It feels not real sometimes, especially when part of what you do is digital and, you know, you can't actually hold it. It just, you know, it, it made it real. So for those uh, people that are dying to send you a wine bottle now, it's a P.O. box. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. I still do have a P.O. box. <laughs> Yeah, now that I'm into into wine, we can uh, we can share those wines together. <laughs> yes, yeah, a wine subscription would be welcome. There you go, sponsorship, anyone? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, this is another question we got. So, if you could go back and give nine month pregnant Joy any piece of advice, what would it be? And I'm guessing oh, this would be nine month gosh. pregnant with Clara. So, tomorrow our lives will change. <laughs> That is such a good question. Okay, so I'm like about to have my first baby. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that if I could sit down with myself, how much time do I have to impart the wisdom <laughs> to my past self? I think the first thing would be like your business is going to look so different in a couple of years than it does right now. And it should but it it's going to change in ways that you can't imagine. And so kind of like don't hold it so tight. Open up your hands a little bit and see what happens. The other huge thing I would say is like you can get so much done in so much less time. Like you do not need 40 hours a week to run the business of your dreams and like this baby isn't going to ruin it. Is probably mm. the biggest the biggest takeaway. Like you can you can do both. And I didn't have called to both back then. You know, called to both was the concept that came, those words were like, just kept coming to me 
after I had Clara that first year of feeling this like tug and pull between those two worlds. And so, yeah, I think I would go back and be like, it's going to be okay. There's going to be a whole podcast about this. <laughs> that's, that's the note you leave yourself. There'll be a podcast about this. Don't worry. I would be like overthinking that so much. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. All right. And then how has owning a business with two versus one child been different? It has been different because, and I mean, we've talked about this so much, you and I, is that the more, the more variables you add, like in this case, it's kids, the more complicated it can be to find that time to work. So whereas before, if Clara was sleeping, I went back to being kid free and I could jump back on the computer. The likelihood of that happening just is like getting lower and lower as we now have two kids. So I would say that it's gotten a little bit trickier, but now I don't have this expectation that life is going to look or business is going to look similar to when I didn't have kids. So now I've like just accepted that we have a new cadence, we have a new rhythm, we have to, I have to get more help from you, from our nanny. I have to not look to myself as much. So I think I've, that, that first child, there's like so much transition. And then the second one, you actually know a little bit more of what to expect. Yeah. I'm just a little grateful that, uh, they only came one at a time because that, oh my that would have been hard to, to do yes. two at the same time. And, and Clara and Lulu couldn't be any different in so many ways, but including their sleep schedule. I mean, just this morning, you know, being woken up at six in the morning by one of them and then seeing the other one that normally sleeps till eight or like <laughs> seven thirty, be up and be like, Dada, can I get up? I'm like, no, mm -hmm. go back to your old ways of sleeping until later. It's just, it's crazy. They have both become super early risers and yeah. I am not here for it. <laughs> yeah. I used to see those posts or people being like, you know, when you're up at 5 a.m. and, uh, you know, I would I would feel bad for them, but be like, that's not my life. And sure yeah. enough, it is, it is now. So It is now. Like we're eating our words now. <laughs> yeah. I remember you saying like you used to get up early to do work mm -hmm. and you could sneak a few hours in there. But now with two kids, it, that's gone. Yes. You know, we can't yes. even – we can't even get up early enough unless you do 4 a.m., I guess. But Yeah, no, exactly. I, I, For a short time, a few months after Clara was maybe nine months old or something, there was this season where I was waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning, not every weekday, but a few, and I could get a solid like two and a half or three hour time chunk in, which now is like wild to even think about. Like that would not work. Like you said, it only chance of getting a decent amount of work would be to wake up at four o'clock in the morning. And I swear they know you're awake. Like they do. It would be oh, the morning. Yeah. You're like Lewis would be like, smell it and be like, Ooh, I think she's up. Like, I'm just going to get up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and even, even Clara, like she, I've gotten up early before to work and then, you yeah. know, like 30 minutes in, they just start crying out yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> they know. They know. They it's, it's hard. They can smell fear. <laughs> they surely can. <laughs> All right. Those were the questions I had. So now we can just talk and just hang out. I mean, do you want to date right now? <laughs> okay. Okay. Can can I ask you some questions? Can that be our date? <laughs> I if know you, you love. <laughs> if you've ever wondered if you're married to an Enneagram 3, that, that's, that statement right there sure <laughs> answers it. I mean, that 100% encapsulates what it's like to hang out with me. I am the most curious person. Like I'm super nosy, but a nice way, a nice word is curious. <laughs> I have so many questions 
And you're either in like the best conversation with me or you feel like you're being interrogated because I have so many questions and I'm so genuinely interested in like the nitty gritty of everything. And like if someone's having like an argument, I will literally like out in public, I'll just like scoot and be like, let me just sip my coffee and see if I can hear something interesting. Like I'm so nosy. I mean, I love it. But yeah, that's like a, a, a two minute statement about work or about something can turn into a two hour conversation because your questions. Yes, just keep coming I, <laughs> I need to know what your client acquisition model is. I need to know yeah. if your funnel is working. And like, I'm genuinely so interested in that. Okay. So I have questions for you that All I right. think would be interesting for people to hear. Okay. So when we got married, I did not have a business and I don't mm. think I was even like talking about starting a business. And I think our lives look different than what we were expecting when we like set our vows. So I'm curious, what has this been like for you to watch and experience as entrepreneurship might not have been what you were imagining for our lives? Okay. That's a great question. Uh, Let me think back 10 years ago, man, what, what was even happening 10 years ago? Okay. I think in one way, you know, you've made it really easy because there has been success almost immediately, whether you were in the wedding world or whether you started shifting to education, there wasn't ever like this prolonged period of time where like I would come home and you're just, you know, chilling, watching Netflix or, you know, like writing blog posts and be like, don't worry about it. It's going to be big one day. Like, you know, there you have had a lot of proof to it. So you made it really easy on me to buy into the dream. And I've also just known that your personality type, like you're not, you're someone that's going to go and give it your all, which is really all we can ever ask of anyone is just to to give it 100%. There's always factors that are outside your control. But I think the last part was just that I got so much support from you. I mean, being in college, you know, I was asking you to not only marry me when I still had two years of undergrad left, but potentially three or four years of graduate school. So there was this like, you're already giving me so much faith and putting so much trust in me that like, how could I not but give you that same level of trust and that same level of faith? Just know that, hey, we ended up just eating ramen on the floor. Like, at least we were together and we were doing our lives the way we wanted it to. But like I said, I mean, it never even got to that point. I never even questioned like, oh, what's going to happen next? Just because you've done it so well. (laughs) That is such an interesting way of putting it to say that you still had so much school ahead of yourself because you were going to go complete your doctorate in physical therapy. And that was Mm -hmm. still hadn't even started when I was starting my business. So we were both kind of starting careers early on. That's such, I didn't even think of it that way. I mean, we were, I was a little fetus. Like I was, I still had a year (laughs) and a half left of. (laughs) of, We were fetuses. It's true. It's true. Anne Arundel County should not have given us a a marriage license. (laughs) There should have been some questions, man. Come on. There should have been more questions beside like, are you cousins? Which I'm pretty sure that that's all they ask. It's like, are you adults? Are you cousins? That is so funny. Okay. My next question is, how does it feel being married to a creative or an entrepreneur, somebody that has these ideas, maybe lots of them happening all the time? What is it like to live with someone that has all these dreams and feels like there's a calling on their life? Oh, that's a good question. What does it feel like? In one way, I mean, it's, you know, like that classic, like, you know, when when a wife has something to talk about and the husband just wants to fix it, 
you know, and, and whether <laughs> yes. it's a good or not. And it just, you have to fight that so hard because I'm pretty sure the last thing you want when you're trying to tell me about a new program idea or a new way that you want to connect with Photo Boss Group or with the podcast is for me to sit there and be like, all right, so step one, we're going to contact, <laughs> you know, Riverside. Step two, you're like, you don't yes. want an action plan necessarily. You want to dream with someone. Um, and that's yeah. your CEO side. I always, you know, being in the, being in the, in the business world, I guess it's, it's so much easier to see the different roles. And so you're, I always call that like your CEO hat and you're just, you're CEOing, you're, you're exploring your dreams. You're trying to figure out what's next for the company. And you don't need a COO to sit down with you in that moment. You just need a friend mm. and a spouse to dream with you. So at times it can be overwhelming and not in the, like a, what is she thinking kind of way, but just how can I serve you best in that moment? Because there's also times where you do need me to sit down and figure tax out. Like you don't want to daydream about how, how we're going to file <laughs> no. taxes for 2022. Right. You know, you want yes. that done. Um, and so I think the learning how to go back and forth for myself and then watching you go back and forth and, and being able to pick up on this cues um, is, is, is a joy ride. Yeah. You know what? Actually, that's actually really interesting because sometimes I'm sitting there saying, oh, we need to open a 401k for the business. And then you go and do it and you have this like clear role in that. And then other times it's a little less clear as to like what your role is in that moment. Ooh, good well, and, and, and I can usually pick it up too, you know, because like if I start like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. And you're, the conversation just dies. I'm always <laughs> like, okay, no, no, bring it back to the dream. Bring it back to the dream. <laughs> back to the dream, Felipe. Reel it back in. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. My last question is, do you ever wish that I would go get a job and work for someone else? Oh, no. That would be awful. <laughs> no, no. I, I always say this to you. And, and, and I guess if I can speak to all the, the spouses out there, like there is so much beyond the financial aspect that we get out of this job. Um, you know, being able to be home and be there in case of emergencies. I mean, I know people that have like nanny cams or whatever for their kids and we don't have to worry about that. You're right there. There's, you know, it's a door dividing you guys, the flexibility in your schedule. I mean, back when you were shooting weddings, it was definitely not that flexible, but at the same time, you know, there was a freedom about it. You could just close off weekends if we wanted to just go do something, you know, whatever that, that one weekend in the summer. Um, and then also just, being able to see you grow and I'm always so if I, I don't know if, if envious is the right word, but I always admire, there you go. I always admire just like the direct path that you have for your calling and how you're helping people out there because you don't get that in many jobs, you know, and it's, there's a lot of jobs where you're just, a, you feel like a cog. You're just, you know, chipping away at this one aspect of this one thing that you're hoping helps out one person one day Whereas like you have active listeners, you have people in your photo boss group, you have coaching students, you have people that buy your products and you can see the impact of, of your work in their life. So I'm, I'm so happy you get to do that. And, you know, I sometimes wish I could get to do that alongside with you or, or by myself, but I do not wish at all that you would go and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't, I wrote that down and I was like, Ooh, this is interesting. Like, I don't know what he's going to say. And yeah. yeah. W welcome to call to both where Felipe and Jerry are going to have marital counseling now. <laughs> yes, like live counseling without a counselor. This is yeah. going to be good. <laughs> Any parting final thoughts or wisdom or tidbits that you would like to share in closing with our call to both listeners? 
Oh man. Um, Joy is the best. Uh, <laughs> I'm her number one fan. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm so excited and it's so weird being on this side of it. Cause I always hear these recordings like across the doorway. Like I'm literally right behind that door behind you sometimes like yeah. trying to keep the kids quiet or like sneaking on a show quietly. And I always hear it and it's just, it's so different being on this side of it. So thank you first of all for, for having me. It's, it'll be interesting to, to see how people respond to it. But I think you really do encapsulate being called to both, uh, you know, with your, with your parenting. And I think just being able to divide the roles, but also merge them so well together. And that's so challenging. And I feel so much for all your listeners that have to struggle with that. Um, you know, I struggle with like having to leave the kids on Monday mornings and, you know, not, not being there on night sometimes. Um, but you, you do it so well and you guys have such a hard job. So I'm, I'm really glad that you have this community growing and that you guys can support each other. I think that's, that's awesome. And I'm glad to be part of it, whether it's from the background or here, uh, talking to you guys. Well, once we get merch, I will get you a call to both hat. I'll get you a black, like we'll have a men's line for call to both. Because it sounds like you're called to both as well. (laughs) That's always our our running like line whenever we, (laughs) have you told people about that? No. When, when, so (laughs) Felipe and I, when we feel like torn between something or we want to do like two things, I'll, we'll chime in and we'll be like, it sounds like you're called to both. And it's true though. Like, you yeah. know, it'll be like, do, you know, I want to have coffee and I want to go get bubble tea. I'm called to both. And so sometimes it, it, I'm called to both. Like, <laughs> Ice coffee and hot coffee at the same morning. You're called to both. You're called to both. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on, for being willing to do this and just for being on this wild ride for the past 10 years and probably 10 more to come. <laughs> Yeah, who knows what's good, where I'm gonna we're gonna be in ten years. I'm excited to uh, see how it goes. Yeah, well, guys, if you enjoyed this interview, a little bit of Felipe interviewing me, a little bit of me interviewing Felipe, let us know. Send us a message on Instagram. You can take a screenshot of wherever it is that you're listening and share it, or just DM us, and we'll come back maybe for a part two. Would you be willing to come back for a part two if people enjoyed this? Yeah, sure. That'll be fun for sure. Yeah, okay. (laughs) He says nervously. Maybe year two. Maybe year two of the podcast. Maybe maybe for twenty years. You know. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There you go. Twenty years of business. Well, guys, and also I just want to take a minute and say thank you for the past year. Thank you for listening to the podcast, sharing, subscribing, and and leaving reviews. I read every single one. They mean the absolute world to me. And Felipe sees them and he'll screenshot them and send them to me. So he's looking at them too. So um, just thank you guys so much for the past year. And I cannot wait to see what grows and comes of this community of us being called to both. And Joy said, if uh, if, if I get a shout out on the reviews that I get a $10 gift card to Amazon. So help, help me out. <laughs> I will honor that. <laughs> Give Felipe a shout out in the reviews. See what he can earn on Amazon. Go for there it, guys. Go. Make it happen for him. <laughs> All right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you enjoyed this episode, please help me get the word out about the Call to Both podcast by taking a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to right now and sharing it on your social media. I would also appreciate it if you would subscribe and leave a five-star review. 